Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootsbase Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today, someone who I've had a fun time with the last month or so. He kind of returned to Twitter um, with the Cubs rebuild and... He basically goes by a bunch of letters and numbers, DHS 1992 or something like that. I can't even remember what it is without looking. I'm not going to look right now. Um, He asked a question which I thought was rather poignant. I figured it made for an adequate podcast. He was asking, he, he ran with a list of a whole bunch of Cubs pitchers' names. He started with Caleb Killian and DJ Hers. I think it was the other way around. Hers, Killian, and then... Braylon Marquez, Cole Franklin, um, a whole bunch of different players who have um, advanced to a certain level. Some of the players are injured. Some of the players are not injured. Some of them have questions. Uh, I think Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson were two of them. Both of those two are in the current Cubs rotation. He asked, what is the likelihood the Cubs get two or three starters out of this list of, I'm going to say, 12 or 14 pitchers. 12 or 14, guys, here you go. There's your list. Two or three pitchers. What is the likelihood the Cubs get two or three starters out of this list of players? And my response was a bit cryptic, apparently. He asked me for clarification, which I gave. Um, I said two, I'd completely buy. Two, I would completely buy. Three... I would say about 30%. So if you're saying two or three, it boils to, well, which are you really asking? Are you asking two or are you asking three? Um, And he he began to ask about, for instance, Braylon Marquez. Braylon Marquez was fantastic in 2019, late in the season in the minor leagues. Called up to the major leagues. He pitched against the White Sox once. It didn't go so well. 2020 didn't pitch at all. 2021 hasn't pitched at all. So we have no idea what's going on. Actually, 2020, he did pitch. He did pitch late. Yeah, that was the game against the White Sox where uh, he got hit rather hard. 2021, though, he hasn't pitched at all. And the question... The, the the concept of the podcast is not the the question or the list of 14 pitchers. If you want to ask about the 14 pitchers, you're certainly welcome to. Uh, I think he had Jack Patterson on the list. Guys who have had success up to a certain level and may have success behind Anderson Espinosa was on there. Um, you know, guys who would be considered potential future Cubs starters. But my... My podcast today is about pitchers and health. Pitchers and health, pitchers and health. Here's the way I look at pitchers. If a pitcher isn't healthy now, I presume he's not going to ever be considered healthy. That may be a bit of a crass way of looking at it, but it's basically my coping mechanism. If a pitcher is out doing well, pitching in games... Uh, Oh, let's see. Cam Sanders, I think, was probably on the list. Cam Sanders, out doing things, pitching, and has some really good innings, has a bad inning, has some more really good innings, blah, blah, blah. 
if a pitcher is pitching well, I consider him on the tote on the tote board. These are guys that are pitching well. These are guys that are starting and pitching well and possibly could be reliable on into the future. If there is a pitcher who is not healthy, not starting, not pitching, Cole Franklin, Braylon Marquez, whatever the reason. Perhaps in some instances it might be a player returning from Tommy John surgery or whatever it is. If he's not getting the ball every five or six days, I disregard him. I disregard him as far as, yes, he will probably be a starting pitcher on into the future. I just disregard him. I'll still put them as 40 pluses or whatever when we're talking fan graphs. But if a player, if a player's not playing, he's not playing. If a player can't go, he can't go. When it comes to pitchers, back years ago, I used to try to predict, okay, this is going to be the high A rotation. This is going to be the low A rotation. This is going to be the double A rotation. These are going to be the starters in triple A. So, Tim, who are the triple A starters going to be in 2022 for the I-Cubs? I have no idea. I have no idea who the 2022 I-Cubs starters are going to be because there's a whole lot of information between now and then that will be absolutely essential for determining the answer to that question that I don't have access to. I don't have access to it. Will Braylon Marquez be healthy? I don't know. Will Caleb Killian be healthy? I don't know. Will Anderson Espinosa be a starter in double-A? I, I don't know. With pitchers more than hitters, I have gotten frustrated so many times with pitchers because I expect this guy is going to be at this level this year and he's going to be so darn fun to follow. And he's not there. He's not there. Why isn't he there? I, I don't know. Nobody's told me. I don't get faxes on this. I do not get medical information texted to me as much as that might surprise people. I don't know. I have no information along those lines. So with pitchers, I have no idea. Jordan Wicks was the Cubs' top draft pick in 2021. Good draft pick. Made a lot of sense. It sounded like the Cubs were a whole lot more high on him than other teams were. He has a, ooh, is it the slider or the change? I think it's the slider um, that's absurd. So, Tim, where is he going to pitch next year? I don't know. With pitchers, I try to keep updated on stuff. I try to keep updated on stuff. But with pitchers, I don't know. There's just not... A pitcher's going, you know, cruising along through the off season. He's all set. He's he's good and ready to go. Then all of a sudden something happens. He's no. He, he can't. Maybe there was a pop in his elbow. Maybe he was out jogging and he had... Something happened in his knee, and he's resting his knee for a while to see if it clears up without surgery. I have no idea. With hitters, you can guess. Like Pete Crow Armstrong. 
was tearing it up with the Mets. Collarbone problem. Done for the season. Now he's with the Cubs. How's he going to, where's he going to be next year? I don't know. Because he has to come back from a collarbone concern. But with hitters, it's a whole lot easier. Because with a hitter, he's going to go out and hit. And if he's going out and hitting, you're going to see him go out and hit. People are going to talk about, hey, he was out hitting. You know, I, I saw him taking batting practice. You know, here's video. Here he is. You know, he, he, he's not running. He's not playing defense yet, maybe, whatever. But here he is hitting. With pitchers, you never see anything. You never see squat. Or possibly, here is a pitcher facing a Cubs hitter in a game, in an intra-squad game, or in batting practice. And you see that, and that's all you see. You have no idea what's going on. With pitchers, information is gold, and I don't have any gold. With pitchers, somebody's going to ask me over the offseason, who is going to be the breakout pitching can I, I have no idea. Show, show me the guys. Okay, here's Myrtle Beach. Here's South Bend. Here's Tennessee. Here's Iowa. Show me the guys. You know, plug them in uh, April, May, whenever it is. Probably May. Plug them in. Put, put them into their, you know, their spots. Okay, the... These are the five or six guys in Tennessee. These are the five or six guys in South Bend. These are just, Put them in their spots. And then I'll start to remember, okay, here, here's what I have written down on this guy. With pitchers, I don't know. There is absolutely no effective way to predict health for pitchers. None. So since it's entirely impossible to predict health for pitchers, what I end up doing is I cheat. I say... If a pitcher is healthy right now, I assume he's probably going to be healthy for a while. Whoever the pitcher is, regardless whether he has any, uh, what, what, what do you, um, whether he's a highly ranked prospect or not, whether he has any, uh, oh, fanfare. There, that's not the word I was looking for, but I'll use it. Whether this guy has any fanfare or not, if he's listed as one of the starters in South Bend, he's pitching. He's in games. I can learn stuff about him. If he's not pitching in games, or if he's limited to occasionally pitching in games in Mesa, where there is realistically no coverage, I'll have nothing. Eduarniel Nunez. 97, 98, tends to be a bit wild. Um, he pitches. He pitches. He's in games. I can learn stuff about him because he's pitching in games. Players who are not pitching in games, I have nothing on. There is nothing. When Braylon Marquez comes back, if he comes back, if he's back next year, da-da-da, whatever, the information we had before, not so important. The information we had before on Braylon Marquez is not so important because that was Braylon Marquez in 2020 or 2019. What is important in 2022 and beyond is who Braylon Marquez is in 2022 and beyond. If there's any information on that, then yes, definitely take notes on that. If there is no, if there are notes to be taken on someone... Um, 
who had an injury. Yeah, sure, you can update stuff. But with me, if a pitcher is injured, don't ask me about him. I got nothing. If he's not pitching, there's nothing to know. Caleb Killian, I'm interested in him. He is a double-A pitcher. He represents that he might be a major league starter at some point. DJ Hers has done very well. He's better than low A. He probably belongs in high A. Will either of them be pitching in 2022? I have no idea. I'm not that smart. The pitchers I pay attention to are the ones that are producing now. Those are the ones that I'm paying attention to. Does that mean I'm trying to trade Braylon Marquez or Cole Franklin or whoever the heck? No. But if there's no information to be gleaned this week or next week or the week after, there's really not a whole lot of point in breaking out that sheet of paper where you jot stuff down. If I'm hearing 97, 98 for a guy, I can write 97, 98. If I'm hearing, nope, he's not back yet, there's really not a whole lot of editing I can do. When people ask me about pitchers who are not pitching, they are, in effect, currently non-entities. Once they get back, once they're healthy, once they're pitching, I'm ecstatic because now I get to add stuff. Now I get to amend stuff. Now I get to edit stuff. Tyler Schlafer was a name who I was kind of laughing at when he was drafted. Uh, UIC commit. Um... I hope that works out. Well, he's done quite well. Tyler Schlafer's done quite well. 95s, some 97s, some 98s. He's actually done rather well. His numbers haven't um, looked all that brilliant, but he is basically pitching underwater. He's against much more experienced hitters, and he's holding his own. But most importantly, he's out there pitching in games against people. When? Pitchers are out pitching in games against people, whether as starters or relievers. I can get information on them, new information. Ooh, his slider's looking really good. Uh, Max Bain's curveball is a lot better late season than early season. That's information. That's stuff to write down. That's stuff to know. But if there's a pitcher who hasn't pitched in 14 months, I can't tell you anything about him. I got nothing. How in the world would I have any information for you on a pitcher that hasn't pitched in 14 months in a game? How would I possibly know anything? I track the games. I listen to the games. Sometimes Cubs affiliate announcer. Sometimes other teams announcer. I listen. I tell you, what do I hear? What do I hear? What do I see? What do I hear? Uh, what do people relate on Twitter? What's Alex Cohen saying from the booth in Iowa? Those are the things that are important. If you want to know about a certain pitcher, whichever pitcher it is, listen to him pitch. Listen to him, take, take the time, listen to him pitch. And if that means that you have to cut away from a Chicago Cubs game for a while, guess what? It's not that big of a deal. Especially this year. If you're interested in DJ Hurst, listen to his next start. 
Listen to his next start, whoever's calling the game, whichever level it's in, listen to the game. He seems very strikeout dependent now. It's not that the um, batting average for balls in play is particularly high. It's just he's at a level where not many people are hitting him. So it's either ball one, ball two, strike one, ball three, strike two, strike three, or you know, there there just aren't really uh, two hoppers to short because he is too far advanced above most of the hitters he's playing against. He should go to a different level where people will actually hit the pitches he's throwing. Listen to games of players that fascinate you. If that ends up being the Chicago Cubs this year, great, cool, wonderful. Fill me in on what you're learning because there's a whole lot of players on that squad that I'm still trying to figure out. Is this guy left column, right column, or center column? But for pitchers that aren't pitching, there is no information. There is no information. And it's not just me. It's not just this guy or that guy. It's nobody. If there is a pitcher who is not pitching, there's no information to be added. None. So if you're going to ask me how are these 16 pitchers going to do in their careers and they're all Cubs prospects, that's cool. That's, a, that, that's actually a really good mindset. That's a really good way of looking at things. Very good way of looking at things. But until I've, uh, unless I'm hearing a pitcher pitch, I have nothing on them. I have absolute. The next time... Jack Patterson pitches. Maybe he's throwing 92, maybe he's throwing 96. Kind of makes a difference, doesn't it? He can still possibly get people out either way. But if he's throwing 96, 95, 96, 96, 95, 97, that's a little bit different than 92, 91, 91, 91, 91, 90, 90, 89, 88, 88, 88. A little bit different. Give me new information. Give me new information, then I can have more new information to dispel. D dispense, not dispense, not dispel. Uh, but for pitchers who aren't pitching, there's nothing. There's really nothing. And it doesn't matter how much you want more information on Braylon Marquez or Cole Franklin or any of the pitchers who aren't pitching now. If there's no information, there's no information. And at some point, we have to accept that. I've accepted it, and I've moved on to the point where if the pitcher isn't pitching, he's a non-issue until he starts pitching again. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great rest of your weekend. Be safe. Be nice to others. And I think I'm going to go out and mow the lawn.